This episode of the Locked on Giants podcast is brought to you in part by the live NBA draft show. NBA draft goat Chad Ford, Locked on NBA draft host Raphael Barlow, and Locked on NBA host John Carolus will be live this year covering the NBA draft. It's Locked on NBA draft 2021 brought to you by Built Bar. Get local expert analysis on each pick. Follow the Locked On NBA podcast on YouTube today and watch our live coverage on July 29th at 7 p.m. Eastern. You are Locked On Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, New York Giant fans, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast family, your team every day. Patricia Trana here with you. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is Thursday, July 29th. New York Giants training camp is underway. And on today's show, we're going to have a quick housekeeping update on the first practice, which took place on Wednesday. And then the rest of the show, I'm going to outline for you three concerns, very early concerns. I want to stress very early that I have about the New York Giants. Nothing that they can't necessarily overcome, but just little things that are just kind of popping up that I need to see more of to have these concerns alleviated. So That is on tap for today's show. Very happy to have you with us. And a special shout out to all the new listeners who have recently found the Locked on Giants podcast. A few of you have written in to say that you found the podcast and that you enjoy it. And I appreciate you picking the Locked on Giants podcast to listen for your Giants news analysis and features. And don't forget, if you like the podcast a review, a positive review on Apple's I, Apple iTunes would be greatly appreciated if you have the time. All right, let's jump into the housekeeping items. A few things I just want to talk about. Number one, Kelvin Benjamin, we hardly knew ya. That's right, Giant fans. Kelvin Benjamin, who was signed after the rookie minicamp, Uh, trying to convert from receiver to tight end, trying really to to jumpstart his career after being out of the league for two years. He is no longer on the Giants. Just a really odd scene at Wednesday's practice. Benjamin uh, came out to practice early on and then after a while just went over to head coach Joe Judge, had some words with him, took off his helmet and walked off the field. And Dave Gettleman, the general manager, had just kind of come out to watch practice. He was on the field. Judge, I guess, told him what happened. And you saw Dave Gettleman basically take off after Kelvin Benjamin, who was slowly walking off the field. And there's Dave Gettleman really, you know, walking briskly across the field to try and catch up with him, I guess, to find out what had gone on and what he was thinking and whatnot. So that was... uh, I don't want to say the highlight of the day, but that was certainly something that caught a lot of people's attention. Um, Practice-wise, it was a very light practice in terms of they're still in the acclimation period, and they're going to be in the acclimation period until next Tuesday. Next Tuesday is when the pads go on. And um, as you would expect, and I feel like I say this every year from training camp practices, but 
the offense was kind of sloppy. It was out of sync. You saw a lot of guys dropping balls. Quarterbacks just weren't crisp. The defense was just so far ahead. And again, that is not uncommon for the start of training camp. You see that a lot. It is no reason to panic. It just, I don't know why it is, why the offense always tends to be behind the defense when you first start, but certainly uh, that that was the case today. Uh, the Giants placed Ryzen John, who was a reserve tight end, on the reserve COVID list. And spoiler alert, when I get to the growing concerns part of the show, that's going to be something I'm going to talk about. No, not necessarily Ryzen John's, but the COVID situation. So uh, that's a little spoiler alert for what's coming up in the next couple of segments. All right. Other news. Blake Martinez, who was placed on the reserve COVID list on Tuesday, was not in the building. That per head coach Joe Judge. So um, again, that doesn't mean that he tested positive for the virus. It could mean that he was exposed to somebody who is a carrier or who has it. So the Giants don't really tell us what the case is. But what we can tell is once Blake Martinez comes back, we can kind of see what he's doing, what he's not doing. You know, if he's just taking a, a, a couple days where he's working himself back into it, you can kind of gauge what might have been the situation with him and if he had the virus or was affected by it in any way, shape or form. Kadarius Tony uh, was seen working with a trainer off to the side. They are trying to help the kid get his wind back underneath him. So uh, they're taking it slow with him. And, you know, Joe Judge spoke about having learned from last year with, with the COVID virus. You know, I, I guess they felt that some of the players just came back too quickly. And, you know, now they're kind of backing off a little bit and bringing these guys along. And it's interesting because Will Hernandez spoke to the media today. And as everybody knows, Will Hernandez tested positive for the virus last year. And he was asked about that. He was asked if if he was, you know, really affected by it. And he kind of said yes and no. And, and by that, I mean, he said that he was always ready to play, but he said sometimes there were things that he went to do. And that's when he kind of felt the after effects of the virus. So that's about as close as an, an admission that we could get from Will Hernandez about how COVID might have affected him last year. And by the way, he is fully healthy, he's trimmed down. He said he lost about 20 pounds, looks rock solid, by the way. He's, he's you know, I always thought he was a little bit um, kind of too thick up top and he just, he, he really slimmed down. He did some different training. He was talking about that today and uh, has a really good attitude. So I, I'm really hoping that he steps up in his role as right guard. And he's also going to cross train uh, between right guard and left guard. Joe Judge said that he wants all those offensive linemen to learn multiple positions and be able to play them at a high level you know, just in case there's a rash of injuries and they have to shuffle guys around, they don't want to miss a beat. So, uh, so Will Hernandez, uh, very optimistic and saying that that transition from the left side to the right side is not as bad as people thought it might be or people make it sound to be. Um, and that he actually played some right guard in high school and a little bit in college. Although, you know, Again, it's probably fair to say that he's been a career left guard because that is where he has taken the majority of his snaps. All right. Uh, what else do we have with housekeeping? Let's just check. 
Ah, yes, the Giants worked out a couple of guys. I believe it was on Tuesday they worked these guys out. It was uh, Cody Core, who, Giant fans, you will remember, he was a very good special teams teams player for the Giants back in 2019. He played punt gunner. And boy, was he pretty good. He um, he actually led the special teams with eight total tackles, six of which were solo. And he was just dynamic and and just, you know, and, and he was the reason why I think Riley Dixon had as good of a year as he did in 2019. And you guys know that I have been long of the opinion that one of the reasons why Dixon's performance kind of dropped off a little bit last year was the inconsistent play at Gunner. So, you know, I that that just got me thinking of Cody Core, who suffered an Achilles injury towards Achilles last summer in training camp with the Giants. The thought of of uh, a healthy Cody Core and CJ Board as the Gunners, I like it. I would not mind seeing that being the the consistent gunner lineup for the Giants. Of course, we have to see if Cody Core passes the physical and if there's interest and whatnot. So we'll see in the next day or two if the two sides come to an agreement and if he returns. The other guy the Giants worked out is a linebacker by the name of Todd Davis, who played most of his career with the Denver Broncos. Todd Davis initially was signed as an undrafted free agent by the Saints, played about half of a season or so in 2014, his rookie deal uh, with the Saints. And then he was uh, cut, and I believe the Broncos picked him up, signed him to the practice squad, and then he made his way to the active roster. So he has experience starting and appearing in games, and he's an inside linebacker. And, you know, with Reggie Raglan on non-football injury report and Martinez on the reserve COVID list, the Giants are just a little thin there at the uh, inside linebacker position where during the practice on t- on Wednesday, they had Tate Crowder and Carter Coughlin playing the inside linebacker position in the base defense. So, yeah, so that'll be it for the housekeeping news. You know, in, in terms of practice, um, I don't have a full report for you. I, I have a, you know, there were a few highlights here and there, but really once the pads go on, that's when I, I'll be able to really get into the nitty gritty. You know, also, I, I just want to mention the Giants have the media station on either the patio or the back parking lot. We are not allowed to walk along the sidelines like we have been in the past. So sometimes we don't get to see everything that's going on on the practice field because there will be a wall of players standing in front of us. But what I can gather, um, I certainly will. I take notes every day. And you know, when I have some really juicy notes to share, I will certainly present them to you here on the podcast. All right, Giant fans, coming up, my biggest concerns, again, they're very, very early concerns, but um, I just need to get them off my chest and uh, I will do so with you guys coming up in the next segment. But first, let me tell you about Rock Auto. No matter what you need for your car or truck, Rock Auto has it in its extensive online catalog. RockAuto.com offers brand name parts for every make, model, and manufacturer at highly competitive prices, and they ship right to your door. Visit RockAuto.com and be sure to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know we sent you. That's RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. 
rockauto.com. All right, Giant fans, you have Patricia Trainer here on the Locked on Giants podcast. Again, happy to have you all listening and hope you are enjoying the training camp coverage. We're just getting started and uh, lots of stuff coming up. So uh, stick with us. And, you know, like I said, once those pads go on next Tuesday, um, I'll be able to give you a lot more detail than, you know, the occasional, you know, mention here and there. So anyway, starting with this segment of the show, I'm going to give you growing concerns I have. And again, they're, they're pretty, it's early. I, I get it. And I don't want to be an alarmist, but these are just things that are starting to gnaw at me a little bit. And this is just stuff I want to get off my chest and share with you. And, you know, if you think I'm overreacting, Feel free to send me a letter. Uh, the address to the show is is in the show notes, and let me know what you think. If you agree with me, disagree, whatever the case might be, um, always enjoy hearing from you, good or bad. So, all right. First concern I have, I mentioned this in the in the last segment, and that is the number of players on the reserve COVID list. Now, I think back to last summer when there was no vaccine. And the Giants had, I believe they put two guys on the reserve COVID list all summer. They now have four guys who have landed on the reserve COVID list. And I want to stress again that it does mean all four have tested positive for the virus. It could mean that they were exposed to someone who tested positive or they were exposed to someone who who was exposed to the, vi- the uh, virus. That said, you know, you you hear all the news about Del- the Delta variant and how contagion that it, contagious that is. And I don't know, I, I say to myself, you know, vaccinated or not vaccinated, you know, I'm not going to get into that because that's a personal choice. I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to preach that they should get vaccinated or they shouldn't or whatever they do. That's a personal choice. But my overall point is, you know, Again, I look at the the league and how they are really tightening up the protocols out of concern. And, you know, you see also around the league, other guys are testing positive. And maybe I'm not remembering things correctly, but I don't remember there being this this many cases this early in training camp. And I hope it's not a sign of what's to come because, um, you know, Protocols have been relaxed, and I get that, you know, I guess the data supported that and whatnot, but you see the cases start to go in the opposite direction, you know, instead of going down, they're going up, and you just wonder how long until the NFL or, you know, health officials or whatever, they they go back and they say, okay, you know what, we've got to, we've got to nip this in the bud, so we're going to have to do something about this and roll things back, so, you know, just overall, and, and from a football perspective, Joe Judge has spoken about this, and he said that one of the things they learned last year was they don't want to rush guys back whose training has been interrupted by COVID, whether it be, you know, they actually got the virus or they had to interrupt their training to isolate because they were exposed to someone who caught it. They don't want to rush those guys back because they don't want to run the risk of injury or in the case of, you know, a guy who tested positive, they want to make sure that they have their wind underneath them. And so they're going to gradually build them up. Well, 
when it comes to training camp, folks, they only have so many days. So, you know, I get it that things happen and sometimes guys have to sit out, but I just, I really hope that they, that they curtail the number of, of cases that are popping up. I, I think they will. I mean, I think if there were going to be any others, they probably would have announced them by now, but that's not to say that it can't come up in the future. So just something to keep an eye on, you know, because you, you just don't want to see outbreaks. You don't want to see key players having to sit out while they isolate or recover from the virus. And, you know, I, I'm again, I'm probably fussing about this for nothing. But like I said, it just struck me that the Giants have literally doubled the amount of COVID cases, whether they were positive tests or exposures, that they did last year this time when there was no virus and not a whole lot was known about the virus. So just something that I was thinking about. All right, let's get to um, another growing concern of mine, and that is the tight end position. All right, so you're probably saying, okay, why would I be concerned about the tight end position? The Giants have seven tight ends on the roster. Now, you would think, okay, they have enough bodies on the roster at the position, they should be fine. But the question is not about the quantity, it's about the quality of the players. Do they have good players in their tight end group? You know, people will say, okay, well, Kyle Rudolph's a good player. And yes, you know, in terms of red zone production, in terms of leadership, in terms of his blocking, absolutely Kyle Rudolph is, is a welcome addition. But my question about Kyle Rudolph coming off that foot surgery is he going to make it through 17 games? You know, what are the odds that he and Evan Ingram, who last year did make it through a full 16-game schedule, but what are the odds that both he and Evan Ingram make it through 17 games? You know, I'm not much of a, a gambler, but I have to say, if I if I had to put money down, I don't feel good about them getting through the entire 17-game slate together. You know, I hope I'm wrong on this, but, you know, you've got to plan for that. And that's where the question of quality comes in. You know, who do they have behind those guys that could step up if one of them can't play? You know, Caden Smith is an option who's, who's I've always thought is kind of an underrated option. I don't know why he doesn't get a little bit more love than he usually, you know, gets from, from the team and from the coaching staff. You know, granted, he's not as athletic as Evan Ingram, but... He's not bad, you know. He's he's not a bad blocker and he's he's reliable. You know, if you throw the ball to him, he's not a bad uh receiver. And Levine Toilolo, who last year had kind of a rocky season, um, in terms of his blocking, it got a little bit better as the year went on. But you know, he's another big body guy who if you throw the ball to him, if you need to throw it to him in a in a pinch. He can use his big body to shield the ball from a defender. So, you know, the bottom line, I guess the, the whole concern here with the tight end position is, do they have enough quality amongst their ranks? And, you know, Kyle Rudolph, I would say yes. Evan Ingram, even despite last year where the season was just not very good, I would say yes. Uh, Caden Smith, I would say maybe. Toy Lolo, I would say maybe. 
But I, I just... I wish I felt a little bit better, a little bit more positive about that tight end group because I believe the Giants are going to try and play more 13 personnel in 2021. And I just sit here and I say, okay, who are going to be the three guys that they play, the three tight ends? You know, Rudolph, Ingram, and who? Smith, Toy Lolo, someone else? I don't know the answer to that. And I'm hoping over the course of the next few weeks of training camp, somebody really steps up and, and shows that he belongs. And, and this whole concern that I have about, you know, is it quality or do they have, you know, do they have quality or do they have quantity? Hopefully that gets resolved um, over these next several weeks. All right, Giant fans, I have a couple more concerns I'm going to bring up in the next segment. But first... Get all the latest news, odds, info, and sign-up bonuses for all your sporting needs by heading over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. When you open an account and use our special promo code Locked On, you will receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's code Locked On for your fifty percent welcome bonus. Terms and conditions apply. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, welcome back, Giant fans, to Locked on Giants, segment three. And uh, this is a very, very early list of concerns I have, just little things that kind of popped up that um, I'm sure they'll work themselves out, but just something that I guess I'm keeping an, my antenna up regarding them. And this next thing I want to talk about is the offensive line. Now, I don't want to beat a dead horse here. I really don't. But, uh, you know, I, I spoke with Joe Judge, as you guys know, if you listen to um, Tuesday's show, you know, I had Joe Judge on the program and I asked him about what's driving the confidence in the offensive line, despite the fact they haven't put pads on and, um, you know, really engaged in true football activity, you know, the, the live contact drills, the hitting, the blocking and all that stuff. And in thinking about his answer, he said that, you know, because I like the way we work, you know, how we're working. And I thought about that because, you know, this, this is for me, the offensive line, if that unit doesn't come together, then it doesn't matter, you know, what your expectations of Daniel Jones and the offense are, you know, it's all going to go down the toilet, to be honest with you. So when Judge said, well, I like the way we've been working, I like how we work. I, I just, usually if you work hard at something, if you practice something, if you pay attention to detail, you can deliver an acceptable performance, whether it's writing, whether it's playing an instrument. But sometimes you have instances where no matter what you do, it's just not a fit. Now, I'm not suggesting that the Giants offensive linemen aren't fits for what they're being asked to do. But just when you have to rely on that many guys and to, to be cohesive and to be like one perfectly timed choreographed group, there's just something, you know, people don't learn at the same rate. They don't grow together at the same rate. Uh, growth is not linear. And I just can't help but, but shake this nagging feeling here that when we get to, to see the offensive line, you know, will parts of it be better? I, I think so. But will it be solid across the board? 
I just don't know. I mean, I'm fairly certain as I sit here and and, and record this for you, there's going to be a weak link. And I don't know who that weak link is going to be necessarily, but just something is nagging at me about that offensive line. And, you know, I'll probably feel better when I see them with the pads on and I see them hitting and blocking and doing all the, all that stuff. But this whole explanation that judge gave me about, I know how they're working. We like how they're working. Well, that's, that's great. I mean, I'll use writing as an example here. I've had over the course of my career, I've mentored a lot of young people and there've been many who have worked at their craft and who have gotten better. And then there's been some who have tried to work at it and just, they don't learn and they don't improve. So I don't know. I I just don't feel warm and fuzzy about the unit. Uh, Something's nagging at me about it. And I hope it's just, like I said, it's just a passing thing because they really need that offensive line to be solid and uh, if that line is not solid, I don't have to tell you that it's going to be a long, long season for the Giants and especially for quarterback Daniel Jones, who is looking to really step up and, and you know, make this a big year for himself. So, And then finally, folks, the other concern that I need to see some progress be made, and this is something that you can even see I guess, yeah, I guess you could say you could see this now, even though the pads aren't on. I need to see the pass rush really come together. Right now, you know, just just like as is the case with tight ends, the Giants have a lot of people for pass rushing purposes, you know, especially on the outside linebacker spot. They have the quantity, but do they have the quality at that position? And um, by the way, I didn't mention this in the uh, the housekeeping notes, but Ellerson Smith, their um, fourth round pick, was sidelined today. I don't know if he, if he's dealing with an injury or if he's one of those guys that Judge mentioned got exposure to COVID and they're taking slow. I don't know what his status is, but um, it just bothers me when these guys are, especially these young guys who you're counting on to to really play a big role for you or a significant role if they're on the sideline for whatever reason. And you can make the same argument, you know, with Matt Parrott. You know, I just got through talking about the offensive line and how Matt Parrott isn't out there, you know, because he's on the pup list. So I get it. These are all things that happen over the course of a, you know, with a football team. You have injuries, you have question marks, you know, you've got to put the pads on to see what you have. But you just wish there was a little bit more history involved that favored the potential outcome. And right now, with all these points that I've brought up, I don't know that there's much history to just say, okay, things are going to be fine. And, you know, that's not to say that the Giants can't write new history and that everything will be fine, but uh, I need to see it. You know, I'm from the old, what's the joke? You're from Missouri, the show me state. So I need to see it. And hopefully in the next several days, next several weeks, we do see it and we're not sitting here and, and you know, saying, oh, goodness, we're going to have another long season because the tight ends aren't good or the offensive line isn't good or this position group isn't good or whatever. So, all right, folks, I want to thank you for letting me get that off my chest. And I promise we'll have more upbeat shows uh, the rest of the week. We have one more show this week. And, of course, we have 
shows coming up next week. So we will have much more upbeat stuff. I promise you. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. I really appreciate you. And please, we are, I'm trying to get together a listener mailbag. We have not done one, I think in over a month. And I really would like to do one with you. So far, I just have one question that came in. If you want to send in a question for a listener mailbag, send it to LockedOnGiantsPodcast at gmail.com. That address is also in the show notes if you, you know, forget it. And uh, let's try and do a mailbag at some point next week. I really, those are really my favorite shows because I hear from you what's on your mind and I'm able to to target what you guys want to hear. So drop me a line. Until then, until tomorrow, actually, um, this is Patricia Trainer. Thank you so much for listening and we'll talk again soon.